0: Hello and welcome to the Collecting Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, JD, the Collector of Collectors. And today is a special day for me because I, as you know, for anyone who's been listening to the podcast, am a Batman collector. And I've gotten to, you know, nerd out and geek out with people all around the world so far for different fandoms. And the one thing I keep mentioning is that I'm a Batman collector. So eventually it was going to happen that I was going to have to have someone who's a fellow Bat family member, So could you please welcome my next guest, Brian Malone to the podcast? Brian, thank you for joining me. How are you doing today?
1: Great. I'm doing great. Thank you. It's an honor to be here.
0: So you're from Virginia, from the US. I get a lot of collectors from the US, obviously quite a big country with a lot of things, and you're in the perfect place to to come across a lot of Batman merchandise. Um, I'm looking at you right now, and for people listening, he's got really great setup in the background with, with a lot of different Batman pieces, including Adam West, but he's also got Michael Keaton picture there. Um, so there's a bit of a mix I can see, which is, which is great. You know, obviously an all around Batman fan. Tell me though, how did you get into Batman? We always try and start from the start. Where did this love come from? Where did this obsession start?
1: You know, it's funny. I always wondered this because like I, as long as I can remember, I've always loved Batman and uh the cynic in me almost wonders if i was like brainwashed if i had like no choice because uh <laughs> i was born, i was born in 1988 and of course uh, batmania or batmania was going in full swing going into the first keaton movie yeah so batman was obviously everywhere i i remember growing up watching the reruns of the adam west uh show uh i'm and obviously as i grew up i ended up loving the keaton movies i originally owned the batman returns on vhs uh which i still have uh, since I, from, since when I was a kid, uh, and, uh, I just grew up on it. like everything I, everything I saw Batman, I, I just loved. And so, yeah, it kind of <laughs> sprung from there.
0: Excellent. So you, um, much like myself, actually, it's a, it's a very similar story. Um, I'm a bit older than you. I was actually old enough to go and see it in the cinemas. Um, the 1989, um, Tim Burton Batman. Uh, so Michael Keaton is for me, my favorite Batman from a nostalgia point of view I wouldn't rate him as the best Batman in all of the movies but definitely my favorite so very similar and also used to come home from school and watch the Adam West Batman as well uh, which exactly the same trajectory just a few years apart and you mentioned about having the VHS though so that is that the first item you would say that you have in your collection or the oldest item in your
1: collection I think that might be the oldest item that I still have. Uh, I definitely, I mean, I have kids' shirts of like Batman Forever that I used to wear, or I think I had even have, a, the, I remember I had a satin uh, Batman jacket from maybe when I was like five-ish. It's definitely early nineties. I almost wanna say like, I almost wanna say 92, 91, maybe right before they uh, switched over to Batman Returns. But I mean, I yeah, I still have like a lot of those like little things that I just never sold or never got rid of
0: that's awesome It probably a bit hard to fit now is it something that you, you would hope to maybe uh hand down one day to to you know maybe a child or a younger family member or is it something yeah, that you sure. just you cherish in your collection for yourself
1: you know I, it's that's the one thing about collecting at some points i, I you kind of have to ask yourself like to what end like what are we doing ultimately you know what <laughs> i mean like uh do we pass this down like we want like um Obviously, like, I, I don't have any kids, so, uh, and all my uh, cousins are a little bit older, or like nieces and nephews, so, uh, I don't know. I think it's something I'm just gonna hold on to, and then when, I, when the moment is right, I'll know what to do with it, I hope.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I, I mean, look, I, you know, have pieces and I don't have children either. I keep telling people, you know, I'm not having children because I don't want them to go into bat cave and play with my toys and break any of my Lego and things like that. I always joke with people about that. Um, but obviously, you know, if that's something that happens down the track, perfect. You, you you know, you can pass on that nostalgia to someone else. Um, for you growing up as a Batman fan, as a a child, as you said, you, you may have gotten a little brainwashed by all the marketing and things like that. Is there a movie in particular that sticks out for you? Um, I mean, because you obviously would have been too young to maybe remember seeing 89, obviously when it first came out or anything like that. Is there another one that sort of sticks out in nostalgia for you as well, that has a special moment in your, in your childhood coming up?
1: So it's funny you ask. So, because a lot of times what I love is the marketing. Like even like with the toys, I love, you know, just like the, the car, the, the artwork they did for it. But mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to like, just like, um, when I think of that question, the like two first things that pop up is, immediately, I think that Batman Returns is definitely for sure, like my probably my favorite movie. And if you like look through my page uh, on Instagram, I I try to do I like I like Batman in general across the board. Yeah, for the most, I think that like I can't help but, you know, like gush over Batman Returns for many reasons. But when it ultimately when it comes to the marketing, uh, even though I was definitely a bit young for 89, I I cannot get over how genius the cover to the vhs of batman 89 is yeah um like when you think about like when you look at it it's i i mean i don't know this but i it might even as far as i know that's the only vhs that doesn't have any writing on it whatsoever it's literally just a symbol and um for uh for anybody who's too young to remember back in those days that symbol or like yeah the symbol for the movie It was kind of weird to look at at first. It was almost like a uh, optical illusion. Like people didn't quite see the bat symbol Mm. at first. Um, Mm. And I remember being a kid, and like uh, my family, who knew I loved Batman, would be like, "Oh, look at this!" And they'd show me the um, the cover of the the Batman VHS, and I didn't I didn't quite understand what it was. I remember thinking, like, "Is it like the inside of a mouth?" And it's like the back is like you know like like the tonsil. I I don't know what. But yeah, but now obviously it's, you know, the iconic symbol that it is. So definitely that is definitely up there. But uh, besides that, anything Batman Returns, I'm I'm a big fan of.
0: I agree with you 100%. That symbol has just lived on um, so many years later. Uh, I remember as a child myself when that movie came out, I was 11 years old, um, the original first Tim Burton movie came out. I was 11 years old. I saw that in the cinema. I've actually got a Polaroid photo of myself standing next to a replica of the Batmobile that they toured around the world um, nice. as well. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was a replica. I don't think it was the, the original one, but they, they toured it around, and it was at the local shopping center um, where I grew up. Yeah. I've still got the Polaroid of me as a child standing next to, to the Batmobile, you know, um, and they had that massive uh, symbol in the background. It was like this thing that just stuck in your mind. And I remember drawing it. I remember learning to draw that when I was 11 years old and just drawing it on, on my, uh, my writing pads and on my school books and everything everywhere. I would just constantly practice drawing that symbol until i got it down pat and i could draw it i could probably still do it now even though i haven't done it in years like just off off (laughs) memory probably doing it as well for sure it's it's
1: it's iconic how can you forget
0: (laughs) well let's go to batman returns obviously as you mentioned that's one of the things that you gravitate towards ironically or you know coincidentally coincidentally that's the word i was trying to get the word there (laughs) coincidentally got it Today, um, when I'm recording with you here in Australia, is the nineteenth of June, and that just happens wow. today to be the thirtieth anniversary of the release of Batman Returns here in Australia. So later today, I'll be actually watching Batman Returns to honour that, um, and probably posting to, to my Instagram <laughs> as well. You know, because Likewise. That, <laughs> that does have a really, really solid place in nostalgia for me as well. I mean, both of those. Tim Burton movies. Did you realize that Tim Burton had wanted to do a third movie, but Warner brothers hadn't actually let him, they, they had steered him away because of the marketing, when you talk about the marketing, um, McDonald's was this massive force, you know, had, you had these parental groups who didn't like the movie and things that were in it. And I can understand certain aspects of what they were saying. You know, you've got a child gets thrown into a river. You've got a woman running around with a whip and latex, like. I can understand some of the family groups where they were coming from, but I mean, it was still such a great movie. And I know McDonald's after that, I'd I'd heard that they said, we are not going to approve any more campaigns unless we see the movie first. Um, and then Brothers steered Tim Burton away. Is, is there any sort of fun facts like that, that you have from the movies that you've, you've been watching over the years that whenever you're, you know, if you're at the pub with someone you're like, did you know X,
1: Y, and Z thing? That is a great that is a great question. I was so intranspired. So um uh I don't know if I have necessarily uh a uh, interesting uh tidbit about that. I mean, obviously I remember that like, like you said, uh Batman uh when Batman Returns came out, there was a big push in advertisement based on because of how great eighty-nine did. So uh, McDonald's obviously jumped on board and then uh obviously um like you said, there was big pushback from the parents. Uh, so McDonald's, like you said, like uh, put their foot down essentially, but I do know, like, I do know that obviously when Batman Forever came out, uh, they changed the directors, um, uh, like you said, um, but I remember Batman, uh, Batman Forever, when they did their partnership with the McDonald's, they came out with, uh, four glass mugs. Yep. Um, it was, uh, the Batman, Two-Face, Riddler, and Robin. Okay. And from what I understand, I believe that those cups sold out within a day. Uh, it was very quick how, how quickly those like mugs sold out. Um, uh, and it's funny you say that uh, or you yeah. bring out McDonald's. In general, I love anything Batman McDonald's because when I was a kid, uh, my dad worked at a McDonald's. He was, a, he was a store manager. So I always had access to, I would always see the cups and I would always see you know Happy the bags toys. and I would, I would mm-hmm. always get the um yeah absolutely the uh the toys uh and I remember being lucky enough to where um obviously when once you know the toys were done and they're switching up to something else what do they do you know what do they do with the, the toy display well my dad just took it home and like I got to keep it <laughs> it was just in my room and I was oh, awesome. loved. It. Do, you yeah. do you still have
0: toys do you still have some
1: no yeah. um after I I was young so uh, I would have it. And then my mom would eventually, you know, quietly throw it away. And I just, you know, wouldn't notice until years later, like whatever happened, I remember having all these things. <laughs> so um, Mom, yeah.
0: a message to moms out there, don't throw away things without, you know, asking your child first, because <laughs> you never know what's gonna be worth something in the future, but also just for like, the remember, like the, the nostalgia factor, you know, being able to remember back to, to your father, bringing something like that back to you. That's, that's amazing Absolutely. Like that like you had access to those things. For sure. My parents gave me
1: the best gifts and also took them away from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, parents giveth and they taketh. That's right. And um, one of the things I've noticed, uh, uh, you know, going back to your collection, um, a theming that comes up often on your page is that you collect watches and
1: pins can you tell me a bit about your obsession behind them sure so um um a little bit of my background um i one of the things i've always done is i've always tended to have a hand in retail um i've for over a decade worked in a retail in some way shape or form a little bit on and off mainly like uh, i worked at a clothing brand and then i also worked at a like a fashion accessories kind of store and so obviously through, you know, doing all that, you kind of get a sense of fashion, You're just a little bit of like, you know, an understanding of how like things should look or like how to carry things. And the one thing that always bothered me was one, how I always feel like women have more, uh, diversity and more, um, things to play with when it comes to fashion mm-hmm. and men tend to have, you know, like a suit or a t-shirt or whatever, you know, or a polo, it's, it's very, yeah. um, a limited. Um, but the other thing is when it comes to Batman fandom, the one like go-to that I feel like everybody always went to was the the black t-shirt with the yellow logo um again iconic it is Batman yeah but for me in my mind I always remember thinking like I, I, it's a little bit too easy um and so for the longest time I always loved interesting things or like kind of like um or just like Batman, it's a Batman to the degree of like no, like I, I'm a real Batman fan. Do you know what I mean? So, for example, one of my favorite T-shirts is the uh, the Kenner Batman, um, the the Quick Change Bruce Wayne. Um, oh yeah. Have behind me. Um, so it's and it's like the the stripes and like the red uh, bat signal kind of. Um, I love it because uh, most people just think of it as just a regular shirt. Doesn't look like anything Batman. Every now and then, I'll, I'll get like somebody will, will kind of come up to me and be like, hey, where'd you got that shirt? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you, you're in the know. Um, but, anyways, so mm-hmm. back to your question. So, after a while, I, I personally am not a big fan of t shirts. So, I always like, you know, pull those or something with a collar or like a Henley or anything like that. Um, so, for me, it, it got a little tricky finding a way to show my Batman fandom. Um, so after a while, I started thinking like, I love my watches. I've got a lot of watches and that's, that's cool and all, but, you know, easy to miss sometimes. And, uh, and then one day I just realized, look at all these like hundreds of pins that I own. Like, so after a while I started thinking, what, what makes a good parent? How can I carry this off? Like, and I've been to weddings and dates and whatnot, like carrying these back, uh, watch pin, you know, combinations. And so yeah. that's kind of where it started um so after all i just came I, I, that, this is kind of my way of like hopefully inspiring um uh, the fellow fandom think creatively here's here's other ways that we can look you know professional or whatever you know or adult or whatever but and it doesn't necessarily have to be that easy go-to batman t-shirt
0: yeah no i i love that because it gives you an opportunity to you know still as you said dress in a style that suits you but also you know you can accessorize and still have your fandom. And literally when people talk about, you know, wearing your heart on your sleeve, you obviously, Batman is in your heart and you literally wear him on your sleeve uh, in in the watch form. Um, how many watches would you say that you have, uh, like at this point, I I sort of guessed just by what I counted off your Instagram page that you might have been at, at least 16, but I think you may also be clever in the fact that you swap watch bands on some of these as well. Am I correct?
1: Yes, I definitely swatch the watch bands, especially if they're watches that I like to wear. Um, I actually have roughly estimating, I would say maybe about 50. I've got watches that I will wear and I've got watches that are just in the box and I just like will not touch. Wow, um, 50. So, and what I, I'm sorry? I said, I said wow, 50. I, yeah, well, and so I part of it is um, an old like comic book mentality of where you always get two you get one one that you can actually like open up and like use or whatever yes. and then the other one where you like pour you know away forever <laughs> and yes so, uh, one. and so absolutely and like so when i if i find a deal i'm gonna get it especially if it's a watch that i already have because if anything happens to one because then i i've got enough i've got a spare if anybody wants to trade i've I've got it extra it's like i, I got you
0: yeah how do you find that, like, trying to locate some of these watches? Um, I mean, when you talk about, like, some of your watches look like they are literally watches that would have come out in the 90s, you know, that now Batman Returns 30 years later. So if you've got watches that are 25 plus years old, how do you find, like, trying to find doubles of those? Is that something that you you seek out and you have, like, a regular eBay search or something that comes up
1: for whenever um, new Batman watches? come available so that's a good question uh ultimately i essentially there's there's some watches that you always see come up right so there's like some um i'm thinking of this one style that essentially it has a like it's a rubber band um and it's like black and it's got metal um uh, like little screws on it and but the back will always maybe show something different so it'll show like the yellow low classic yellow logo like yeah. the oval or mm-hmm. it might show it in a circle or it might show it in the white for batman returns or yeah. I might show it in the hologram but you, you, you kind of always tend to see it pop up on eBay, especially. Um, so I've got I've got I've definitely got a few of those. It's definitely, I, I think that I, I've gotten to a point where I've got enough of the spares of, like, the ones that they're always out. Uh, it's now, I, I kind of keep, I, there are certain watches that I kind of keep an eye out for that are just more rare and um, a little bit more pricier. And it's more, I just kind of keep, keep, you know, like, my finger on the button of, like, is this something that i need is this something those are the ones that i that i tend to have only one of um and they tend to be the older ones like from the 60s and mm-hmm. um or if they're a little bit more pricier when they first came out so like i said the, the rubber ones you'll find plenty of but then there's some that have like a leather leather band on it um currently right now i'm kind of <laughs> keeping an eye out for a catwoman one that had a uh leather strap and like claw- like hologram claws from what i remember um, wow. on the face. Uh, I've seen photographs of it, I know it exists. Uh, I just haven't found one that, you know, at the right price that uh, I've been able to snap yet.
0: Would you say that's up there as far as a Grail item is concerned? Or is there a specific Grail item, like a, a watch that you're like, there's this one watch that I've seen that I've never been able to locate in person or which has such a high price tag on it when I have seen it that I'm not sure I'll ever get that, but I would love that for my collection
1: so I don't, I don't i don't i wouldn't call it a grail item i think that the issue was more um i think batman watch for batman returns the batman items sold more mm-hmm. uh and calman i think also sold but I don't, I don't think that maybe they sold as many and they the ones that were sold maybe weren't taken care of so there's yeah. less of them to be able to find uh, nowadays so it, i think it is hard to find but the, the, for me when it comes to watches the grail items uh, two come to mind. One uh, came out during the Nolan trilogy. Uh, i not sure which movie it was, but essentially it it looks like a watch from the 1920s. It's a square face. But what I love about it is it's um, you can slide the face and flip it over. So that way the crystal of the face isn't exposed. So, so it protects the, um, cool. the crystal. But when you turn it over and the metal is showing, it's the Logan bat symbol. And uh, then when you flip it back over, mm-hmm. it's just another like watch that you might see, you know, at Tiffany's or, you know, whatever. So uh, that one from what I understand is very rare. Uh, I I almost want to say, and I could be making this up, but I almost want to say that there were only maybe like three made for it. It's very rare. Oh wow. Um, that me, I would say is a, a grail item. And then the other one that I can think of is a old fossil watch that I've only ever seen from an old Batman Instagram page that that is no longer active, unfortunately. And essentially the face looks like, or it's very reminiscent of the opening to the 89 Batman uh, movie where mm-hmm. it, the, where that stone bat emblem, that, that you, you kind of, z- yep, the camera yep, zips around him. That that. yeah. yeah, that's essentially a watch. And it's beautiful, and I would love wow. to get it one day. Um, I think I saw it for sale once, but years ago, uh, it was definitely above my uh price range. Uh, I, I want to say it was around $300, which is definitely more than I like to uh spend on watches, but uh, it was up there. And I, and a part of me like wonders if I should have gotten it, but I, I, I I'm okay still looking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, you know, as collectors, we do have you know, things that we, we hunt and we chase. And sometimes we might push ourselves to the limit when it comes to to our budgets for things. But I completely understand trying to stay within the realms of that as well. Not everyone has a lot of money to spend on the collections. I had a former um, guest on here who, uh, a Ghostbuster collector, who has a Guinness World Record, but the majority of his items, he's never really spent in excess of about $15 on average on those pieces. But he's just been collecting for such a long time that even uh, only spending those small amounts and just being lucky enough to pick up certain things, um, you know, from thrift stores or online, wherever, from other people he knew, he's managed to amass this massive collection. Would you have a bit of an idea of the size of your collection? Um, I mean, 50 watches like, you know, and then all your other items, I noticed you've got some toys in the background and, and, you know, you, you've obviously got your hats and and I've seen sunglasses that you've
1: posted and all sorts of things as well. So, okay. I, I you know, I was thinking about this and I comfortably can say I have above 500 items, wow. um, I've, Having that said, similar to uh, your Ghostbusters collector, a lot of it is just things that I found dirt cheap that nobody in their right mind would ever buy. And I was like, I'll take them. (laughs) So I've got like over like over, you know, a couple hundred just single pencils, like just like wooden pencils that you would have had in elementary school. (laughs) Um, I've got, you know, trading cards, pins. So it's a lot of like little things for the most part. Um, and then I, I, I feel I find I find that when it comes to my collecting, I think the easier to store, the easier to display, the easier to um, you know keep hidden away, the more likely I am to buy it. If it's something kind of bigger, like uh, like statues, uh, I, I tend to stay away from because I, I, again, I, 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 if I have this big ticket item that is looks spectacular, just like you know museum item, I'm gonna want to display it. But if I get too many, how am I going to display all of them? You mm-hmm. know, are they just going to get stowed mm-hmm. away. So that's if yeah. you find a shame So, um, but yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we can't all be lucky enough to have a bat cave in our home. Um, you know, when people do have these different fan caves in their home, I'm always blown away by the way they lay them out. But then also you've got people who potentially don't have a lot of room, you know, maybe they're living in an apartment and sharing with people, you know, maybe they're, I've, I've seen people who, you know, literally have their collections within the confines of a room. They've got hundreds of items, like, spread out. Um, It looks like a a stuffed retail display almost, like, in some cases. Right. With your collection as well, I mean, 500 pieces is, is amazing. Is there an item that you, whenever you see it, obviously you mentioned statues and big items like that. Is there an item that whenever you see it, you just have to have it, like, you, you can't
1: help yourself whenever you see a certain item um so there's two things that come to mind uh, the first one is the one i always try to get and can never seem to snag um and that's actually the um the style guides for batman returns um essentially okay. uh a style guide for those who don't know is uh when they do uh marketing like on toys or coloring books or what have you for like a movie the people who create the merchandise uh, get like a packet of paperwork showing the artwork that they're allowed to use for you know the product. So mm-hmm. a lot of the repeat images that you'll see, they're all essentially given to them in a packet. Uh, they, you do see them kind of pop up every now and then online and on eBay and whatnot. Uh, but again, it, it's it's a it's a hot item, so uh, it always tends to go a little bit higher than what I want to pay for it. But that's definitely one item that I always I can't help but just keep an eye on. If it, and if I have to, right. like, break my limit of how much I'm trying to spend, I'll try it. But then I always get uh, outbid. The other thing that I can't help but, you know, try to snag if I see it, uh, isn't necessarily a specific thing. But it's more things that, you know, are so silly or that you never see or that why would anybody have this? Yep. Uh, I love things so uh the one th- uh one thing you brought up which is uh fairly popular on my page is i have a pair of uh batman sunglasses really cheap batman sunglasses like something that you would you know something that, like, that you would get uh, like a promotional giveaway yeah uh, and on the side it says uh batman returns mcdonald's yeah and i love these sunglasses and they, they come with like you know the little um the strap on the back so you, you when you take them off you just hang like a necklace uh i love and adore these sunglasses and they're definitely my go-to sunglasses this summer uh but and it's such a, like a niche thing that i got for dirt cheap and whenever i post everybody loves it everybody's you know say commenting like oh my god these sunglasses!"
0: i agree i actually like it's one of the things that stood out like on your page that i saw them i'm like they're really cool do they make them in adult sizes? And you mentioned that you are going to be wearing them in summer, so they obviously do come in adult sizes, not yeah. just sizes as well.
1: For sure, they're they're a little. They, I feel they they look a little snug on me, but I they they I pull I luckily can pull them off, so they're good. <laughs> I've got a big head, but I, I make it work. <laughs> I
0: might have to keep an eye out for a pair myself now. Actually,
1: for sure, it's but really again, cool. it's like those little things that you would never think um, would anybody would know existed and like obviously whoever has them is like look at this piece of junk let's just sell it for like i don't know 10 bucks online and i'm the guy searching for that (laughs) well there's a lot of pieces
0: yeah there's a lot of pieces on my collection as well um that you can see in the background and what gets posted on my instagram is a lot of the pop vinyl you know because there's so many of them get released now and they've got so many of the different um pop vinyls that you can get in the different versions from different movies from different comic um, versions as well. But I also have these things that I've been collecting over the years, um, things like the trading cards that you mentioned, the Topps trading cards from the um, first couple of movies and also um, the Batman uh, Forever they ones they had as well. Uh, they had um, in uh, Batman and Robin, they had – I don't remember collecting – I think I had some trading cards of those, but they were like a, a taller, longer – style playing yeah. card from memory i think they might have had them as a cinema release um and but there was one item that I, I used to collect and i think they came in a, I want to say they came in a chip packet but they're like little um film cells
1: as well absolutely yeah, yeah. they're blue and like like translucent that like you can yes. see through them kind of yeah yeah, yeah. um so they're I've. I've still got those stashed away. I do have those glasses that you
0: mentioned as well. Um, I do remember buying them when they first came out um, at McDonald's in Australia. The original ones that I had, I think I've got a couple of those. Um, and I, I think a couple got broken over time. So I didn't have all four of them. So, uh, years ago I saw on eBay, someone selling, um, they actually had three full sets that were selling like 12 of them in one go and I ended up buying those for, I can't even remember how much it was. I don't, th- I, I want to say it was about $70 for the 12 glasses. And I was like, done, okay. like I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and I, so I, I bought those and I've still got those. I've got one set that sits in the kitchen that, that I use. Um, and then right. the other couple of sets I actually put aside and, and I keep mint condition just in case I ever break one and I can right. always take one out to replace it. Uh, So I love those items. I love those, uh, as you mentioned, things like the McDonald's items and and those things from my childhood. Can't help but spend time looking at them and and just adoring the artwork and and the design that went into them. I don't think children these days will get the same kind of nostalgia of collecting some of those things. But also, they also get blessed in a way that they have so much more variety now in the things that they can watch and that they can be fans of in terms of the the different Batman universes, whether it be the games, the movies, the comics, the, um, the cartoons, all of that. Is there something outside of the movies that you gravitate towards as well? The comic art, like that, that
1: kind of thing, Oh, Uh,
0: the classic comic art? Um,
1: yeah, kind of, I think so when it comes to comics, I, I tend to look for, I, I, I just kind of look for co- like comic covers that kind of speak to me or things that I'm kind of like falling back into. Um, so again, s- kind of going back to the style guides that I was saying before, those style guides were drawn by uh, an artist uh, named uh, Jose Luis García Lopez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he if you don't recognize the name, google Google image his artwork because you'll def- you've definitely seen his artwork. Um, from what I remember uh, I believe in the 80s DC comics had him do the cell guides for all the DC heroes uh, period so oh. a lot of the uh, the nostalgic um you know like just like logos that you'll see like just like the like, icon, like I almost think of like um what was it the superpowers toys yeah Yeah, um, yeah I'm um, talking about- I want to say he drew he drew the um, the artwork for that but he was also he was just a comic book artist. So, I'm definitely like, I've definitely been like digging, you know, the bargain bins for anything with his uh, cover on it. Um, so, things like that. Or, um, um, or it's, you said, um, you know, cartoons, obviously, Batman the Animated series, I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. So, I've mm-hmm. definitely, uh, I have the, I don't know if you know, but, or you know what I'm talking about, but there's an animation book uh, done by Chip Kidd who, um, or basically he just took essentially behind the scene pictures and put them all in a book um, where you can kind of see like how the, the, like the first drafts of how, you know, Batman Animated Series was coming out and different aspects and like, you know, like photographs from back in the day of Kevin Conroy and all, you know, all the actresses and actors. So it's like an art Um,
0: of book, like one of those art of books that they do in movies.
1: Sure. So, and that for me, the one that I own, uh, I call my yearbook because what i my my goal is i've been trying to find anybody associated with batman the enemy series and i've been trying to get their autographs so oh, that's cool. I've got, you know the you know the voice of poison ivy um i've got uh the riddler um you know different people like that who, and so i'm trying to fill fill as many signatures in this book as possible so um i i'm still working i've still got a few kind of people who I'm kind of looking for. So I'm missing Catwoman. I met um, the voice of Terry McGinnis. I uh, got his autograph, but unfortunately not in this book. So I definitely want to go looking for him again. Because okay. uh, one of the last pages of the book is, um, I guess uh, Chip Kidd essentially says like, oh, and here's a new idea that they're coming out with. Here's some early drafts with this thing called Batman Beyond. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> cool. So, um, it yeah. Pretty well. For sure. So, you know, things like that I, 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 I love.
0: Do you have Kevin Conroy? Yeah, I don't know if I
1: answered your. I'm sorry. Do
0: you have Kevin Conroy?
1: I do. I have him. I he signed that book, and I also had him sign my um, my Blu-ray uh, set. And and, and you know, what about that Mark books. Hamill? No, he's he's the harder one. Unfortunately, uh, I haven't been able to track him down. Um, I tend to stay local for my Comic-Cons in general, so I don't go too far. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So, but one one day, hopefully, he'll come uh, on the East Coast in the Virginia area, and I'll, I'll try my best to track him down.
0: Well, that'd, that'd be great, because obviously, you know, if you're going to have all the people from the animated series, you have to have that, like Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are definitely those grails as far as signatures go, um, having them. And their Perfect. voices are so iconic, what they've done after that in doing the Arkham games as well, you know, just fantastic, fantastic um, voice actors. And I think for anyone, if they think of Batman's voice in their head, they're going to picture Kevin Conroy, you're going to hear that voice. And I think, um, whereas Joker, you may have different versions because of Heath Ledger and things like that. I also think Mark Hamill is for anyone who's who's played those video games or watched the animated series, then you're going to hear, mark hamill's voice in your head when you think of the joker as well
1: for sure it, it, yeah absolutely if you think if you kind of like you kind of have to force yourself to think of heath ledger or force yourself to think of you know jared leto but if you just think of just just the joker and don't really think about it mark hamill's laugh is essentially what you're thinking of whether you realize yes. it or not
0: yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. look brian you've been very gracious with your time here today and we could speak for hours on Batman. um, Definitely. It's one of those things that I could just geek out forever (laughs) on with people and I'm sure I'll have other Batman collectors on the show, but you are officially the first Batman collector to be on the show. Um, And so I do really appreciate your time. For people who want to actually find your collection, see some of the cool watches and things that you do have, where can they find you? Let them know your socials
1: sure i'm on i'm mainly on my instagram as gotham street shop so uh if you are definitely interested in seeing anything any cool batman items definitely uh check me out and if you have any questions feel free to message me i'm definitely down to talk batman
0: <laughs> Yeah, so i definitely urge anyone who's a fan of batman to go and check out that page um, and you know, have a look at the fantastic photos that you post up there, and, and the fantastic collection that you have. So, thank you very much for your time. I, I look forward to seeing more of your collection and uh, speaking to you again in the future. Cheers! If you like the episode, please consider following or subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also join me on Instagram at Collecting Heroes, where you can see photos of the collections of the people that I'm talking to, as well as some of my own.